Hello everyone, welcome back to the Hawkins Do Coffee podcast. My name is Lauren. And my name is Emily, and in this podcast we talk about all things Stranger Things. And today we have another bonus things episode, and we are finally going to be talking about the Stranger Things and Dungeons and Dragons collaboration comic book series, which was a four-issue series. It finished uh, just at the end of February, I think. Um, so we have all four issues now. They have arrived. We have read them. We have thoughts. We're going to share have many thoughts. thoughts. <laughs> yeah, many thoughts. we have many thoughts. Some good, some meh. <laughs> Um, but you know, I mean, overall, they're they're not bad. They're no. they're not bad. Are they canon? We'll talk about that in a bit. But mm. <laughs> before we get into that, you can catch us on many places. I'm mixing it up. You know, Ooh. new new month, new new. Us. <laughs> where to find us? I don't, I don't know. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcast at Hawkins New Copy on YouTube at Hawkins Do You Copy, and on social media, so on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Hawkins Podcast, and then Tumblr at HawkinsDoYouCopy.tumblr.com. It'd be really cool as well, actually, if you you know you can why not. Why stop at one platform? Interact with us exactly. on all platforms. Come everywhere. Maybe, you know, mix it up a bit. Maybe you're like a Spotify kind of person one day and then like, actually, I'm going to move over to Apple. Who who knows? Maybe you fancy it one day. We'll see. And I think that, um, like, people don't realise that actually having followers on every platform is really, really helpful. Um, hmm. So even if, you know, you, you do use Spotify and you're not even going to use Apple Podcasts, go over there and follow us anyway because it really helps every statistic sort of really helps our podcast and uh, we are sort of a little bit overwhelmed with how many people have joined recently in like a short space yeah. of time it's been quite nice so uh, we would really really appreciate that and you can hear us talk about stranger things and today dungeons and dragons <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was a four issue comic. I think we said that a little like a second ago. Uh, four true. issues. Um, I want to say it started in October, November. Around yes. that, and it was kind of like yeah, because I I month. saw the preview in September. So yeah, hmm. I was really excited about it at first, and I thought it's really cool because I think it was promoted especially the first issue as you're going to see how they're all mixing and how the party met each other um and yeah i i thought thought it was really really exciting i was really looking forward to it it's not (laughs) oh we're starting on such a high note it's not that i didn't enjoy it it's not but there are a few things in it that i thought and we thought to be honest when we've spoken about it that (laughs) there's things in the show that didn't need to be retconned and there were a couple yeah. of retcons. There were there were a lot of retcons, and it's annoying because the the thing with with such a such a comic book series is that why would you choose scenes that were in the the show when you mm. could use bits that weren't in the show mm. to then you don't have to yeah. retcon anything. Like in my opinion, the best one is issue two. Um, hmm. and we'll get onto it when we go through the issues. But issue two exists in its own little bubble yeah. as as it exists within, within the show, but in a scene that we didn't see in the show. 
So yeah. nothing had to be retconned. There didn't have to be anything that had to be corrected. Whereas issue one retcons some scenes, which you just didn't, just don't include it. Just don't include it. Yeah. If you get freedom yeah. to do stuff with it within and without the the show, just don't include the scenes in the show. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to change anything. Or if you are going to include them, make them right. <laughs> it's like, like, I like to think of, yeah, like I like to think about the Will Byers comics. So yeah. I always forget the actual name of it. It's about going through to the other side or another side. The other side. So that's that's Kingdom Hearts. That's Kingdom Hearts. No. Well, the, the, the original the og comics yeah. the first ever bonus yeah. content that the we buy- had, the, yeah first will buyers comics the way they did that it worked and i still say probably out of all of them they're the best ones and yeah. they work because they work with the canon in the fact that you never see his side of the story yeah. and you can watch and like i i've been public i say like it's like a statement i've been public in the fact that i have told people if you're going to do a rewatch of stranger things don't read the comics until you've seen season two so like the first set so watch season one season two then read the comics and then do a rewatch because you can kind of pretty much map where will is and it kind of adds a new line like we were rereading it the other day didn't realize he read his own he was at his own funeral Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but like things like that but then i think with moments in this like issue four issue four is a weird one for me because it kind of does what issue two does in the aspect that it shows us a scene that isn't in the show and it can work because we have those three months where we're wondering what happens to the buyers Mm -hmm. and what's going on but then then we i don't know it just it ruins it at the end yeah, yeah. Um, the absolute out of all of them issue three is the, the worst like issue three is a mess uh in the nicest way possible we're going in right should we should we stop being mean and um should we go in issue one yeah. talk about what we like talk about what we don't like let's be yeah critical people um and critically analyze it in a good way and a bad way because critical yeah. doesn't always mean bad yeah. it means that you are just picking something apart yeah we'll say in general sweeping statement to be honest the comics are not as bad as we're making them out to be not as bad as making them out to be enjoyed them you get a little bit of bonus content little bit of stuff lovely party moments sweet moments i enjoyed yeah i I enjoyed that fun time yeah 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 still looked forward to each one as they were coming out it was like okay issue two is coming out now if if we didn't enjoy them we'd be like (laughs) in the bin with you you know what i mean like but no like i have multiple editions of them um, yeah, and I just want to say, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're not, why aren't you? Come and follow us on YouTube and subscribe. Um, I have these covers, which I don't know if you can see, which look like D and D manuals, which mm. I am obsessed with. Um, but I also have this one, which is the issue four, in which this is just phenomenal, right? Mm. This is like this is a phenomenal cover. Um, and I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have bought loads of comics <laughs> um, if I if I didn't want them and didn't like them. But um, no, issue, so issue one, let's start with issue one, mm. is yeah. set pre-series, so it's set mm. uh, September 8th, 1981, so the party are ten babies, Cute. babies, Cute. Um, and this issue sort of focuses on them finding D&D and discovering D&D, mm. so it's actually Mike and Lucas um, that discover it um, first. Oh, wait, yeah, it is, isn't it, because they go to Will, sorry, I was about to yeah. say, excuse me, Will buys Erasure. <laughs> 
Uh, no, Will, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, so Will and, um, see, I'm doing it now, Will. Mike and Lucas discover D&D and they go and tell Will about it. And they're like, this, this is an amazing thing. We, we ran into this bookstore because they were running away from bullies and we found this amazing, really, really cool game that the guy was playing and he had set up and it's amazing. Um, and I thought that was really sweet. And I think it's really cute that they just like went and told Will and, and they were really mm. excited about it. They then take loads of Joyce's books to sell, which I just feel like would just not happen. Like I just thought that is a very, Will mm. wouldn't steal his mom's books to... Uh, to then sell. Um, mm. And also, Mike coins Will the Wise. Which is one of those ones I've seen a few times, I think, on Tumblr, spoken about where, arguably, yes, that could, it could be a thing. It could be a thing. Because the way he does it, he goes like, um, so join us, Will the Wise. and On this we'll... epic quest. There you go. On this epic quest. Something like that. Um, which, would, you know, it makes sense if he's trying to get him to get involved in it. But... I, I don't know, maybe I'm making up, but I thought it was Will made up. Will the wise? So did I. So did I. It's, do you want to be a wizard and cast awesome magic spells? Then join us, Will the wise. Join us on this legendary quest. <laughs> Full drama from Mike Wheeler. Um, As always. Yeah. But no, I, I really thought he made it up himself, which I mean, but to be honest, out of all the retcons that issue one made, if not the biggest... And no. we we can pass we can pass that, but the big one for me, and I think it has been a big thing kind of on the internet, um, was the Castle Buyers, mm. Castle Buyers moment, um, which very much is not how it happened in the show. So in the show, we obviously <gasps> know that Castle Buyers was built, and we hear this from Jonathan um, on the day that Will's dad left. And yeah. they went out and they built Castle Buyers. In the comics, the party all build it together as a D&D escape. <laughs> yeah, which is obviously not how it went down. Hmm. And it's one of those things, it's, it's frustrating because part of me kind of does like the idea that they built it together as like, a, this is the D&D thing. But then I think when you've got a moment like that, that's so obviously said in the show, you can't, out of all the moments you're going to retcon, you can't really retcon that because especially when we look at season three then past that when the idea of he then goes and destroys it mm. and um i like to hurt myself thinking about the fact that he des he destroyed his only safe space and you know i thought you were gonna say he deserves <laughs> uh, that would not be my branding at all really would it? i was like <laughs> going for you um but no there is there's like this little montage where they they are doing things and you see nancy as the elf do you know in in season one mm. i quite liked that and he's like like the time yeah. she dressed up as an elf for our elder tree mm. campaign um and that was kind of cute and it was little things like that that i liked and i really liked mm. that um, already you start to see how they apply dnd to their real life so they like name yeah. the teachers and say the teacher is like a mm. gargoyle and stuff like that which i really liked and then it's just like why put in the castle? You just didn't need to put in the yeah. castle buyers, so it just didn't need to be put in, and then there would be mm. no. That would be fine, you know. It wouldn't be yeah. there. Um, no. They also meet Dustin, which is possible uh, to fit within the show. Dustin says that he came in in fourth grade, um, mm. and fourth grade nine to ten. Um, the internet has told me I did not go to school in America. So um, I do not know if that is completely accurate, but fourth grade is 
10, 9 to 10, 9 and 10. Um, so he definitely could have, but he meets them in the cafeteria and mentions about D&D, um, and they sort of all get on, and that's sort of how that friendship is born, um, which I quite liked. But yeah, the, the council bias bitch. Um, and there's also a scene in the comic where Dustin is wearing his Camp Nowhere outfit. It doesn't say Camp yeah. Nowhere on it, but it is definitely the Camp Nowhere outfit. Mm. And Unless he goes every year and we just never see. Yeah. But... This is actually yeah. quite a big thing in the comics in general, though. That Weirdly, I don't think Will does too bad on the costumes-wise until we get to issue three, which we'll get to in a second. Mm. Um, that they seem to give him original outfits. Yeah. Um, but then everyone else is kind of just wearing things that they wear in later seasons. So, for example, actually, no, we will mention issue three. That you've got Elle and Max there. That this it's set kind of pre makeover. Yeah. Um, and right. Elle is very much doled up um, in her stuff that she'd buy from the mall. And you think that canonically that's in there. And I mean, I in, obviously I'm not a artist on a comic and maybe it's just okay we'll use the reference material um but i don't i don't don't know it's little things like that where things just don't fit and it kind of puts the can i can't pronounce the word what am i looking for canonity 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 is that the word i'm is that the word i'm looking for i'm just making something up canonically is when it's canonically correct so that's what happened in the show and yeah i feel like there's another word canon and the continuity continuity welcome Continu- to the hawkins do copy podcast where we don't know words not canonity that's gonna be the new word canonity okay the continuity um it kind of puts that into i don't know it really kind of messes with that a little bit yeah i think issue two is probably the most correct one yeah that's set after season one where Will is still in the hospital um, mm. and they sort of go and visit him and they're talking to him and Mike, I really like this one actually, Mike has sort of this really interesting, not even moment, but like he's dealing with, the, one of my the quotes that I really liked was, now the monsters are real, how can we go back to playing a fantasy game? Because we've just yeah. dealt with something so scary i've just you know will almost died i saw will's body he watched Mm. l die and they've dealt with all of these things and he really sort of has this moment where he's just thinking i don't know how i can create a campaign anymore i don't know how i can do this because we've had to deal with this in real life and now i don't know what to do and i really really liked that one this one's set november 23rd 1983 which is obviously when just a couple of weeks after um, and mm. then Will gets discharged. Mike has a moment uh, mm. with Nancy, which is really sweet and also gives us the iconic line, go away, Nancy, this is my domain, <laughs> which, brilliant, brilliant line, phenomenal A-plus. line. All the awards, A-plus, just for that one line. <laughs> so Mike Wheeler. Like, I don't think I have an issue with this comic. I don't think this, I don't think mm. issue two yeah. retcons anything. I don't think it misses anything i think it genuinely is just a really lovely party moments psychological sort of dealing with that trauma Mm. moments and mike and nancy have such a lovely conversation and nancy really helps and Mm. it's it's really 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 nice i think i think issue two is the best one yeah i i agree i really liked issue two i thought it felt 
it felt really Mike as well. Yeah. I know you kind of said that, but it did like from what we see in season one and even lining up with what is going to happen to him in season two, that it just really just fits really nicely in that yeah. middle of that. And I think yeah. that's, it really fits with my idea of who Mike is. Same. And yeah. I think the only thing that I was a little uncertain of, but this is just a timing thing, that is the campaign, what well, it kind of maybe suggests that the campaign that Mike's actually writing throughout the comic, because he does, he writes one so that Will can like slay the bad guys. And it's really cute. It's like a really nice thing. You could argue that that's the, um, that's the campaign they play at the end of season one. Of the show, but yes. I, the only thing is I think, I'm sure that in end of season one it was, like right before Christmas, when because Will opens the box, like I think I've got an Atari, that kind yeah. of thing. But yeah. apart from that, I think everything just sort of slots really nicely within it, yeah. and it just really, it's just a really nice one. I recommend issue two. <laughs> yeah, issue just two. read issue two. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, issue two is really nice, and I think that issue two is the one that I sort of really enjoyed the most. I wish all of hmm. them had been. Issue two vibes, I think. Uh, issue three, however. So we open the first page to an absolute attack with Will the Wise <sighs> at the door. <laughs> yeah, but this is set. So this is set May 18th, 1985. So season three has not happened yet. And then mm. the first page we open it and Will is dressed as, as Will the Wise, which I don't know. I don't know. Where's the outfit come from? Why does he have it? Why would then in the show Mike and Lucas be like, oh my God, what is this outfit? Mm. It, how did you how do you? And, and like Emily said before, Max and Elle are just wearing the outfits that they buy in the mall mm. in July, in May. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's odd. It's an odd issue. Like the Will the Wire stuff, you can kind of explain. But then yeah. their reactions also don't quite make sense because Mike, I think it's Mike that speaks when they're like, what is Will wearing? Yeah. Where he's just sort of like, oh, yeah, he, he wanted to wear it. And you yeah. just think, why would you not stop him? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's, like, he's just kind of sitting there just dressed in like this wizard hat thing. Wizard hat. And it's like, yeah. okay, cool. I don't know. Oh. I just feel like if I was, if my, if my friend had just like turned up. I'd kind of like Will. I hope you, you know sure? that next you time sure? me and you see each other in person, I'm just going to show up wearing that hat. No, you are absolutely not. And I'm not going to comment on it. I'm just going to wear the hat. But no. Um, but like you would though, wouldn't you? You'd just be like, are you, yeah. are you sure? Are you sure are you this sure? is the direction you, you sure want to go down today? That you want to you wanna wear the hat. But no, it's just odd. Like Dustin's there, but he's supposed to be at camp, kind of. Oh, no, no. In oh. fairness, in that issue, he does say, I think it's like the day or something before he's going to camp. Oh, okay. It's like right at the end because he's like, oh, I'm going to be away from the summer. And Will's like, but we haven't finished the campaign. And uh, they're, yes. they're like, oh, no, don't worry. Right. We'll, yeah. just, we'll, we'll just play it when they get back. And they don't. And they don't. Um, but then, like, Mike says he's not going to be the dungeon master because. He wants to impress L, so could Will run the campaign? And it's like, okay, he wants to impress L, but it sounds like that kind of sounds mm. like they're not quite dating at that point, but they are. We know they are, and they were. And then the way he acts mm. around her is really—it's just a bit odd. Like it, it yeah. just everything felt off in the comic. And there's like a bit where 
they hear a noise and Elle goes to find out what the source of the noise is and they all just run into Nancy and Nancy just falls over. It's just never addressed that Nancy's just on the floor. Like, and it's just, I don't know, like we get to see a lot of the fantasy elements and, and that's something which goes across through all the comics. There's obviously scenes where they are their characters fighting as in D&D because mm. it is a Dungeons and Dragons collaboration. So obviously there's yeah. going to be a lot of promo for D&D in it. Um, mm. But issue three just really felt like, okay, we're trying to fit it within season three but if you have may you have a month you have a month that we didn't mm. see so it can be all new material you don't need to wreck mm. on what we've already had you can make new stuff yeah. one thing also with that as well that if you've got one of the rats um which we know was a mind flare situation thing well that's mm. i'm presuming that's what they're going for otherwise the wheeler house really maybe need to investigate a rat problem mm-hmm. um will surely would feel something yeah because it's been, I mean, it was pretty much hinted, wasn't it? That when mm-hmm. ever, well, when they're on the field in season three, um, and you, I mean, Will doesn't see it, but that rat runs past and he's kind of, you know, just the neck touching thing. Yeah. The, I don't know, the, yeah. Does that suggest then the first time Will feels anything is when they're in the cinema? Because his reaction doesn't really seem like that. I just feel like no. if the mind flayer is already doing something he would be able to kind of sense a little bit what's going on. Yeah. I don't know, but to be honest, Will in the comic was pretty much just like, but I'm this, I'm that, which I get they were probably trying to set up a bit for what goes on in season three. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, you know, everything goes down. But We're not kids honest, anymore. But you know what I mean? Like, to be honest, a lot of the comic kind of as you said it kind of set up the things what's happening in season three but not really giving the complete payoff no. that it was kind of a it was it was almost like going into the surface but they're not really fully getting there so like we have michael all the time it's like i just want to do things together l doesn't need to do this all the time i thought we could discover the mystery ourselves you know like as a team but then yeah. we don't really i don't know it's just that that's the same for me that felt odd because like don't yeah. worry l I'll help us. And then the rat makes a noise and he's just like, ugh. And yeah, no, it I don't is. Know. And like, the way that they all are and the way that sort of Will is in season three where he's like, we don't do this anymore. We don't play these games and stuff. And then for them mm. to be playing this game here and Mike wanting to use D&D to impress Elle yeah. two months later, what, he doesn't want anything to do with it? And then also yeah. Will says to Dustin when he gets back to the camp, they've been like this all summer. Yeah. Surely Dustin would have seen some of that then and... Yeah. I don't know. It just, it's just, but then they've been like this all summer, really interested in me anyway, because they've supposedly been together since the snowball. That's what you presume since the end of the snowball. But is yeah. it, is it that it, this is only because summer they don't have to go to school, so they're spending more time together? But then Dustin would have seen that in May. So that, yeah, mm-hmm. there's just a couple of lines and a couple of comment, comments that just don't quite sync with the show and mm. that's what's frustrating because issue two was so good and it really sort mm. of just like slotted in and to be honest so did issue one aside from like the castle buyers stuff but everything mm. else in it it did fit in with the universe and we did get to see these extra yeah. bits but then issue three came along and it just kind of it just it was like oh we need to do issue three now and it just kind of ignored yeah the show. what it almost was is that they were suddenly like Oh, we we've got Max and L now, so mm. we need to get Max and L in it, and 
I don't know, and it's obviously they, they're going to be involved, but it felt like almost like they didn't need to be yeah. involved. And I, I don't know, that's what I, that's what I felt from it personally. It was almost like they were kind of just slotted in because their reactions are very much like, we don't know what we're doing. And like, yeah. I was like, so how does, how does this work? Is it real? Do I use my powers? And it's a bit like, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's kind of, <clears throat> it kind of like, it goes to do things and then doesn't give enough. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't no, know. I agree. I agree. Hmm. And I think issue four was a mixture of all these things. It was all the things combined, issue four. It was all the things combined. We get to see, it's like the buyer's last day or like last couple of days. We get to see them go to the bookstore that they got their first game from and then they find out it's closed and it's kind of sad. But then hmm. they're like, well, we can play one last game of D&D. But then we're supposed to believe that in that final scene in Stranger Things when they're packing, before that, literally moments before that, they played a whole campaign. Yeah, that, that's... Which they didn't do. Yeah. <laughs> that, that didn't happen. There is no way that they played a full game of D&D and then hugged it all out. No. Uh, to then go be like, okay, back to my boxes. <laughs> yeah, is... they absolutely yeah. did not. Yeah, no. Mm. Yeah. And... Uh... I don't know, and it's not even a thing you can say that, oh, maybe it was a few days later, because they make a point of... I can't remember if it's Will or Dustin that makes a point of being like, okay, that's that's it. We're yeah. going now. And mm-hmm. I don't know, because obviously at this point, I think in the comics, there's, everything is boxed up. Like, there is, there's nothing around in the house. Yeah. And then it yeah. goes into the, the moment floor. where... Yeah, and then it goes into the moment where... Will gives away the D and D set, which actually, in fairness, I quite liked the way they did it in the comics because it had like mm. a nice conversation towards the end. Yeah. Um, retcons it slightly because we don't see De- uh, we don't see Mike leave the room as well. But like uh, the way they talk, and he's like, "Well, you know, I don't need it anymore um, because you know, like, I learned from the best." And it's like, and oh, I like, you know what? yeah, it was like a night. It kind of brought it all together. Yeah, and I like mm. that he got that last game. I like that he yeah. had that last game with the party and then he's like, he sort of has that I don't want to join another party sort of moment. Um, mm. Which I think is really nice. Um, and, you know, really nice of Will to do that um, and the rest of the party to just ignore that and join another party anyway. But that's neither here nor there and we're not talking about it because we've definitely not seen anything. Um, but, yeah, there were, like I said, there were aspects of this which I like, like, Lucas said about Max and she was dealing with a lot to like give her give mm. her space and Elle getting upset and saying I just don't want anyone else to die and then pausing yeah. and then thinking in the game I don't want anyone else to die in the game and yeah. sort of using those that things that have happened to them and obviously her dealing with Hopper and Max dealing with Billy um, and mm. I liked that kind of exploration I think that yeah. was quite good and I think those are things which are probably going to be expanded on in season four anyway because I think they're going to be sort of struggling with that um, yeah, so I'd I like, li- I like yeah, I'd like to think that the moments like that are the, I don't know, I like to think within the comics there's like little things that maybe pepper towards things because obviously they can't. <laughs> it's Jodie, is Jodie Hauser? Is that her name? Yeah, 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 yeah. Jodie Hauser. The I'm, I may have butchered the pronunciation of the surname, but there we go. That obviously she isn't gonna know completely what's gonna be in later seasons. 
and stuff like that. So they'll be given... I think they said before they're allowed to almost go into whatever they want, but they've been told they can't touch number one. Um, but they will be given maybe some kind of outline, I imagine, just being like, okay, so even if it's a case of like season four, Elle's going to be dealing with this, Mike's going to be dealing with that, Max is going to be dealing with yeah. this. So she'll have some kind of idea maybe what it is. Because if she, you know, hypothetically speaking, if she suddenly went, oh, okay, oh, well, Elle died um actually <laughs> at the end of at the at, before the end of the game you know what i mean that yeah. it wouldn't then make sense so she'll have some kind of idea yeah. of what's going on um so i'd like to think that that's maybe our season four hint of mm-hmm. stuff maybe yeah it, i would like to think that there are sort of aspects and obviously it, mu- it must have to be approved yeah, you know, by Netflix the, yeah. or the Duffer Brothers or Sean Levy and stuff. You know, there has to be some kind of approval. And I didn't, like I said, we didn't. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate these comics. I, I the second one is is really good, and I love it so much. Mm. And there are aspects of one and four that I adore as well that I really love, and sort of the way that the the sort of elements have been explored and the party dynamics. I think the party dynamics were oh, really yeah. good because. We didn't see a lot of the collective party all together in season three because so much was happening. And then obviously with the buyers and L or Murray buyers L moving away with them, like we're not going to see the party together in season four much either, I'm assuming. so If at all, I'm going to presume we're not going to see them together at all, to be honest. All, I know, which is sad. And it's kind of like, I don't know, these comics really felt like it did that, that final comic did feel like those final party moments. Like, okay. Yeah. Like there's one moment where they have a group night group hug, yeah, and it's just really, it's really nice because you can see that they're all just like even with the drawing, it's like we're all together and this is the last time, and it really did kind of bring everything together and it's like yeah D and D is the root of it, and you know if people want to join another party that's fine. No, but not. it was nice to see the original party just have that have their last moment i think yeah and the last page because obviously through these if you are watching on youtube there will be pictures in that you can see but um obviously because this is a dungeons and dragons collaboration there's lots of artwork of the characters as their mm. D characters and you get to see these fantasy elements and actually in um, the very last page there's them all sat around a campfire like toasting um and it says maybe someone else needs to learn that they can be a hero too and they're all around Mm. each other it's all around a fire and then it's interesting because it's this big fantasy thing and then in the corner is the donations box Mm. to just show the the real world and this world Mm. that they've lived in and and has become such a big part of their friendship Mm. and you know they've started to apply these fantasy elements to areas of their life and different parts of their life and i don't know that just really felt quite nice and it did feel sort of like a finality thing yeah on that note have i got it right that will kills off will the wise in the comics or pretty much doesn't he that yeah yeah so i think that's kind of interesting in itself because especially when we have that thing of you know, I guess within season three, Will's kind of journey is growing up and childhood being destroyed and that kind of thing. So it's really interesting that he kind of, as he's leaving, he lets go of that character, which then ties in really... Yeah, exactly. Which Yeah, ties in really nice with that and donating the box away to someone else. And 
I don't know. It's moments like that. I wish we could have. I wish we could see stuff like that within the show, yeah. because I don't know. It, it's it's weird because I feel like I've complained about them adding in scenes that don't need to be added and expanded upon. But I think moments like that, moments like that, I think it would have been nice to just have a bit more behind Closure. it because yeah. But but there there we go. Yeah. I, yeah, one thing I, I did really like which isn't a part of the story but at the end of every issue um there was each character so it went um so mike was in issue four issue one i think was will hmm. um you can confirm yeah so it's like you get like a spare D, &D sheet and then you get their D, D sheet so it's like player's name will buyers character's name will the wise dungeon master mike um fire magic and strength and all that stuff and abilities and it's it's really cool and and like i said mike's is four and then obviously lucas and dustin's two and three but i'm not sure which way who gets two and three um but i thought that was really nice that you get to see their like player guide and mm. like who their, their sort of character sheets and that kind mm. of thing it was just a little addition but i thought mm. it was really cool to see and it was nice as they went went along which was cool mm. Mm. but no yeah. i did like them uh, I would give the comic out of five, three point five. Yeah, I three. Um, three point. I'll, I'll do three point two five. There we go. We'll, we'll meet. We'll in do the three. Middle. We'll do three point two five, and then we'll we'll balance out the reviews. There we go. Uh, I don't know. There were like, there were a few nice things in it. The we got apparently Mike's birthday. Mm -hmm. uh, Bonus content. Love. Yeah. 7th yeah. of April, he's in Aries, because of course he is. Um, <laughs> uh, and like little things like that, so we've got those details. I don't know, obviously we haven't seen it in the show, so I don't know how much weight we can put on that. Yeah. Um, but I think in general people seem to be agreeing that, yeah, okay, Mike's an, eight, Mike's an April baby. Um, yeah. As two but... April babies here, we do not complain. No, exactly. Uh, also, month. not complaining that both Will and Mike are my star sign. Uh, <laughs> um, so you know things like that. Um, and I don't know. I think my biggest issue, and this is kind of like an overarching theme for it, was that to me it just seemed, and I, I get why it was because it is literally Stranger Things x Dungeons and Dragons. But it felt a little bit to me like an advertisement for Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And like especially yeah. some of the lines in the first issue where it I don't know, it felt a little bit like you really needed to know the game to yeah. get it. Because like there's moments where it's like, oh this is happening, now this is happening, that's happening. And I thought it's great if you're involved in it that I I, I will admit I haven't really played Dungeons and Dragons. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna DM Emily's first D and D game soon, which is fun. There we go. Um, you know, like that. so maybe I don't know. Maybe some if someone read if someone was reading it and they had played it, they would understand a bit more. But it's not. That I didn't understand it, but a lot of the references, I just thought, yeah, it seems like we're expanding a lot. When maybe we could have just kept it a little more mm -hmm. on the download. That it didn't. It didn't make me think. I want to go and pick up D&D &D right now. Like, I have an yeah. interest. I feel like it would be a game that I would really, really like. Yeah. But the first issue didn't make me think, I need to get some 12-sided die. I need to get a board. I need to make my own campaign. It, like, it, to me, it was just like, yeah. you're overwhelming me with information. 
It it did like when he goes into the when they go into the bookshop and he's yeah. it, it was very clearly set up as a look at all the things this game can mm. offer and then it's yeah. just so much information and you're like okay all right you we, we you know obviously if you're reading this comic you're a fan of the show so we understand mm. what D and D is from the show you don't need to mm. be like D and D and D and D like it's it was a lot mm. it was a lot I agree. Yeah. I'd be interested to know, because I think they've done a few other, like, ex-D&D ones. I want to say they've done Rick and Morty and a few like mm, that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'll look on the website later. I'd be interested to know if they follow a similar route. And so yeah. they'll make it kind of, we're giving you loads of D&D information. Um, yeah. Or if they've done it because it's Stranger Things, we know it's a big Stranger part things. of it. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to know that. But I think that's my, that is my biggest issue with it. More than I mean, obviously, yeah. apart from the... Issue retcon. <laughs> yeah, and issue free. That's like the retcon issues aside. I think to me it just didn't need to be as big an advertisement for D D as it actually was. No. Yeah. No. We know like yeah. well whether you know the intricacies and the ins and outs of D D, you mm. know if you're picking up this comic, you have an idea of what D D is. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Even if it's on like the very baseline. Basically, like yeah. my knowledge is that I, I know okay so it works this way it works that way I don't need to have it explained to me in yeah. full detail why yeah, exactly. I should be playing the game but yeah no exactly we're just here for party content you know that's what we want yeah we want just party content was lovely like we said the party content was lovely in it and on the whole it felt pretty it felt pretty in character as I said like issue two Mike spot on perfect i but i wanted more party less D advert yeah i think that's that's the thing that like in issue three uh, when they're playing the campaign i felt like we could have made that more about the party and mm. because like the rat subplot <laughs> it seemed yeah. to then kind of really throw us out of it it's things like that i think that if they'd stuck to that and maybe had the hint of the rat before rather than they're playing and suddenly you have that sound effect and the crack in the wall. Yeah. It was suddenly like, yeah. okay, what what are we doing now? Why are we yeah. now suddenly here? And then Mike's thing of, I just want this to do it all together, doesn't really fit. Because no. he wasn't like that with Elle when they're playing the campaign. He's just like, I have a new character. I am now Mike the Great. <laughs> or whatever he was. Um, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know. It, it was just... No, it was just I a agree. bit odd. Though, can I, I just say, like... the illustration, the illustration where Mike's like got his head dipped. Yeah. And like holding his hands on his shoulders. And he's just like, I just wanted us to all do it together. I, I, don't, I don't know why. It just, I just think, get over yourself, Mike. Like, calm down. <laughs> I want to say, I like Mike Wheeler as a character. I feel like I talk about him badly a lot. I do like him. Uh, that's why I'm allowed to be mean. You can be exactly. mean to babes. <laughs> But no, I did like, and I think L and my L and Max being in it, mm. in that sort of felt like, oh yeah, we need to explain D and D to them. Yeah. But while we're explaining it to L and Max, let's explain <clears> it to the readers so that they want to go yeah. play D and D. And it's like you don't, yeah. do we don't need to do that? No, we don't need that. No, no. But but yeah, we'll, we'll go with three point two five. Yeah. Some aspects we liked, other aspects they could have not done and a little bit better but that's there we go i feel like this has been uh, yeah i feel like this has been like a full half an hour of us just going rubbish wrong 
get it rid no, of it. Bin it. No, we we big duck we big duck too. We were here yeah, for we, we there did. are elements in here for, but we on this podcast we are critical. We critically analyze. We can we make go. fun of Mike Wheeler, we can make fun of things, it's fine. It's okay. There we go. It's from the heart because we care. Yeah. In conclusion, give it a go if you haven't read it. Is it canon? I'm not considering it canon, personally. No, if you want to consider it canon, consider it canon. Um, I don't know, like, it fits, it doesn't fit. It's, it's, it's up to you. I, I think there has been a discussion. I say recently, it was probably like a little a little while ago now. I have no concept of time since lockdown. Um, about yeah, how much, like, the bonus content is canon and how much we can put into that. And I think just, like, take it all with a pinch of salt. If you want to consider it canon... It, it's as canon as you want it to be exactly as i said personally the only one i consider canon i'd say was arguably maybe suspicious minds maybe and then I the will bias cons- comics yeah i consider the will bias comics suspicious minds possibly to be fair i do consider darkness on the edge of town canon oh yeah that one can fit i think that it's it's um, far enough out that it can work yeah and also the halloween standalone Oh yeah, the Halloween standalone was nice as well. But that's because that's just pure, so I need it to be canon for my own personal yeah. gain, my own personal yeah. serotonin boost. I need that to actually be something that happened. Um, but yeah, these ones I'm gonna say nice bonus, but I'm not considering it a thing. Thanks for listening to uh, to this week's episode. You can catch us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher. Google Podcasts at Hawkins Do You Copy. You can catch us on social media on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Hawkins Podcast and Tumblr at HawkinsDoYouCopy.tumblr.com and then on YouTube at Hawkins Do You Copy. All the places. Say hello. Greet us. We're not going to complain. Exactly. Come follow. Come like. Come chat. We love it. But for now, thank you for listening and we will see you next week. Over and out.